welcome back to Finding the Messiah, the podcast where we look for Jesus Christ in everything we do. And this week we're going to be talking about Rebecca, Isaac's wife. Isaac's boo thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have Genesis 24, 10 through 28. Basically the whole thing. I know. I was trying to do cliff note version, <laughs> so I didn't have to read the entire story, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, so it says, um, so I'll just give a little brief of what I'm not reading, the first part. And so it says that Abraham is getting older, and he wants a servant to go out and find his son a wife. And then it says this. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia to the city, um, yeah, to the city of Nahor. And he made the camels kneel, kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord, God of my, of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let the young woman to whom I shall say, Please let down your jar that I may drink, and who shall say, Drink, and I will water your camels. Let her be the one whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulder. The young woman was very attractive in appearance, a maiden whom no man had known. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little water to drink from your jar. She said, Drink, my lord, and she quickly let let down her jar upon her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water and she drew for all his camels. The man gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing a half shekel and two bracelets for her arms weighing ten gold shekels and said, Please tell me whose daughter you are. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She added, We have plenty of both straw and fodder, and room to spend the night. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsman. Then the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Okay. I like it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just a couple of other little background things to that. 
uh, around this time, I know, or maybe a little bit beforehand, I know Sarah ends up dying. All right. Um, what is that, the next chapter? Pretty I sure think, it's the chapter before. I think it is the chapter before. Yeah. Uh, I know Sarah ends up dying. So, you know, that's a sad time for Isaac, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing that happened between Abraham and his servant. Right, Abraham made that servant promise that he would find Isaac a wife, mm-hmm. but not just any ordinary wife. Yes, a wife that was not a Canaanite woman. Mm-hmm. Right, and the the servant he was like, okay, uh, and he went off to go find this thing. And I'm gonna talk a little bit briefly about the servant, just because I remember reading this story, and I was like, there's something so loyal about this man. Mm-hmm. He's such a loyal guy, and he really wants to do the will of of his master mm-hmm. right and when he goes to find rebecca you could say he comes in the spirit of abraham or mm-hmm. in the spirit of isaac right to find the bride for the son mm-hmm. right and so like i remember reading it and it had me thinking and again it's one of these things where it, for the sake of where who we are as christians mm-hmm. right could this guy almost coming in the spirit of abraham his master Mm-hmm. Could this be in likeness mm-hmm. or almost a confirmation of almost who this Holy Spirit is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say that, you know, the Holy Spirit is the servant of God in that mm-hmm. sense. You know, like, again, taking it from a literal context, I think it gets kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But if we take it again. In their roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, the Holy Spirit, the the role of the Holy Spirit, you could say, is again mm-hmm. to convict the heart of the people. Mm-hmm. To... We'll put Paul, for example. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, well, Jesus appeared to Paul. But even then, you know, like he was baptized. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit, you can say, fell upon Paul, right? Mm-hmm. And Paul did everything that God needed him to do. Mm-hmm. Following the role of the Holy Spirit, you can say. All right, like, the gifts that are given by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Could they be in likeness to what this servant gave Re- Rebecca? Mm-hmm. Right, like he gave her, like, a whole bunch of gold, Right, and he gave thanks to God. In a sense, could we say this isn't similar to the role of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. When we accept Jesus Christ, when we, when we know who Jesus Christ is as the Messiah, could it be that we are given gifts? Right, and I put this in quotations because again, we're not looking for the gifts. Neither was Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and it's through the Holy Spirit once again that we understand who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. Right, and in this moment, the servant explains that he's been looking for a bride for his master's son. Mm-hmm. Right, and the bride instantly responds to that. Mm-hmm. Could it be that's what how we are when we know who Jesus Christ is? When we're convicted by the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. we instantly know that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, and we go and tell everyone about it. Yeah. So I at least wanted to kind of give that uh, that thought out there. Yeah. Right. If we place it in that way. I think it makes the story a lot cooler as well. Mm-hmm. Because again, we look at Rebecca. At this point, Rebecca is not in likeness to who the Messiah is. Mm-hmm. Rebecca is in likeness to who the bride is. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, she is not a Canaanite woman. Mm-hmm. And the Canaanite women of that time, or we'll call them the pagans, the Gentiles, right? They did so many uh, so many atrocities in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Right? There needed to be a bride for the son who was willing to be pure, who was willing to follow the commands of God. Mm -hmm. And once again, this is who the bride of Christ is. Mm -hmm. The bride of Christ, they were willing to 
to follow God's commands. Mm-hmm. That being that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Yeah. Right, and the way we get to that point is by, we'll say, getting an invitation by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a cool enough story even here. Mm-hmm. Right? If we place it in that way, that Rebecca represents who the bride is. Mm-hmm. Very much who we all are. Yeah. Right? We were all told, hey, the coming Messiah, he's looking for his bride. Yeah. And the church was like, wow, okay. Oh, I can be that bride. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we, again, we all these gifts, you can say all this glory mm-hmm. is placed on the bride. Yeah. And we'll eventually get to the Songs of Solomon. But even there, I would say it kind of points to how great it was to be called the bride of the son. Mm-hmm. Right? And so she goes off and tells everyone. And... To find out even more, she comes from the family of her own family, mm-hmm. of her own people. Yeah. Right. And it testifies once again to the fact that number one, the Messiah would be from his own people. Mm-hmm. But number two, in a spiritual sense, in a heavenly sense, we'll say that the bride would be one that is chasing after the heart of God. Yeah. After the God's own people. Mm-hmm. So, again, putting all that together. It's a cute little love story because then it goes on further that after she tells him, I'm not sure if you were going to end up reading it, but no, you can go ahead. Okay. She, she goes and tells her family and then her family's all super happy about it. Mm -hmm. And so then they end up taking Rebecca back to Abraham's place and from a distance, Isaac sees her. Oh wait, actually I'm going to read that part. Never mind. No. I thought you were going to talk about how her family, um, like right before she leaves, they try to say like, oh, let her stay for a little while longer. And the servant says, well, why don't we just ask her whether she wants to leave now or not? Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, I'm willing. I want to go. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, even there, it shows how eager the bride would be for to meet her husband mm-hmm. right, or her, her groom. Yeah. Right. In the same sense, this is. The weight that the bride was having for Jesus Christ, for the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? For, we'll say the Messiah, right? How eager they would be that once they saw the Messiah, mm-hmm. they would be so ready and willing to be married to him. Yeah. And I would say this Even is, just the promise of him. Yeah. Because she didn't even see Isaac yet. That's true. She was just told about it. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, that's what I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, very much very much how it is with how it was with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. No knowledge of who he was, but they, when they heard him, right? Like as Jesus Christ said, my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. Right? So with that, we can understand even there, the moment they see, they hear that he is here looking for her, mm-hmm. how ready the, the bride would be. Yeah. And I guess you can even talk about the parables that Jesus Christ was talking about, with like the ten virgins and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll just stick with that for right now. Okay, I'll read that part that you're going to talk about, so you can talk about it. Okay. Okay. So it says, "Um, now Isaac returned from a journey and was dwelling in the Negev." And Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. 
beautiful. Right? Again, it's not to say that, you know, the Messiah would have a dead mother or mm-hmm. need to be comforted in that way. We'll kind of, I mean, I guess we can talk about that briefly. We'll get there. All right. But again, they take Rebecca back or she comes again. How great of a ceremony you could say it was. This is mm-hmm. the marriage that would come, right? Yeah. Representing the bride and the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? How great it would be. And again, he would see her from a distance mm-hmm. and he would be like, I think that lady's for me. You know, <laughs> it goes running over. And uh, Rebecca, when she sees him, she covers her face and she knows automatically that this is the man she's going to marry. Mm-hmm. Again, such a beauty when we talk about it in terms of the Messiah with his bride. Mm-hmm. Both of them would come together as one. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, not even knowing how each other are, they they knew they loved each other. Mm-hmm. All right, this is very much the bride of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. We hold to the fact that Jesus Christ is that groom mm-hmm. who is way who has been waiting for his bride. Right. And he came in in the flesh mm-hmm. and whatnot, coming for his bride. We can understand how what a beautiful moment it would be. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and how almost instantaneous they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I forget what else I was going to say about it. But the next part, right? So the next part is he takes her in and they fall in love, you know, and live happily ever after, we'll call it. <laughs> right. For now. <laughs> yeah, for now. Uh, again, I would say this is the resurrection, mm-hmm. right? I, and then what I mean by that is, again, at that moment, that's when we understand that truly we are with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, we are saved by Jesus Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Right, and this points to the fact that we are forever going to be in love with Jesus Christ, and yeah. He's forever going to be in love with His bride. Mm-hmm. And so again, I think it's a beautiful thing. And the last thing is again, she comforted Him. Mm-hmm. Right, if we go all the way back to Genesis, you know, it says the man and the woman will become one. Mm-hmm. Right, and kind of throwing that in there, she comforted Him, as in He did not need anyone else but His bride. Yeah, and the way I view mothers in the Bible, throughout the Bible, the mothers are the ones that raise up their children mm-hmm. right in a sense because they give birth to them they almost raise them up while the fathers are out there working mm-hmm. right could it be that the mother in a sense represents uh, you know what i'm just not even going to say that because it sounds kind of weird point being could it be that jesus christ when he's with his bride he is in need of nothing else mm-hmm. right and again it's not to say that there's going to be something happening out there Mm -hmm. but could it just be saying that truly again the pursuit of jesus christ is to be with his bride to be one with his bride Mm -hmm. i would emphasize that yeah so i think it's again such a cool thing to read especially when we're throwing in who isaac is who rebecca is and who jesus christ is and who his bride is Mm -hmm. we can all understand that the bride of jesus christ is the church Mm -hmm. all right so let's put that together and see how these things align or fit yeah. And again, we get that just off the fact that Jesus Christ said, all the scripture speaks of me. Mm-hmm. And again, very clearly, Rebecca isn't going to be the Messiah. Yeah. Right. So who could she be? Mm-hmm. She is the wife of the son. Mm-hmm. In the same sense, this is a bride. Yeah. I think it's cool um, comparing Sarah and Rebecca in the sense that we can look at both of them to see, in a sense, like how we should or shouldn't act. Mm-hmm. And how Sarah, it was more of like a we shouldn't rely on other people's faith or like we shouldn't mm, um, be doubtful. But with Rebecca, I feel like you can look at her and say like, oh, we should be like that. We should be 
very responsive to the Holy Spirit, the call of the Holy Spirit. Like we should be very eager and not wanting to wait to run after Jesus. I like it. That's a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. It's even better. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to move on to when um, Isaac and Rebecca, well, Isaac prays for Rebecca to Mm -hmm. be pregnant. So I wanted to move on to that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So it says, um, (laughs) okay, these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham fathered Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Armenian of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Armenian, to be his wife. And Isaac prayed to the Lord for his, for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebekah his wife conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is thus, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you shall be divided. The one shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. And then I was going to stop it there because we're going to do... Yeah, Dick, my new song. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to say about it? So I just wanted to mainly talk about, like... The pregnancy. First off, I wanted to mention that it's very similar to Sarah and Abraham, where she wasn't able to have a a child Mm -hmm. until they prayed and then waited on the Lord's timing. It's very much like the nation of Israel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Okay. In the sense that like, whenever they needed something or something bad was going on, Mm -hmm. the best thing they could do is pray. Yeah. Plus, it also reminds me like how women are called barren. How last episode you were talking about everything seemed like desolate, mm-hmm. like how you're talking about the nation of Israel right now. So it seemed hopeless because Isaac knew that from him were supposed to come all these generations of people. True. But his wife was barren. Like she wasn't able to have a, a child until they waited and prayed. Yeah. I like that. But the difference that um between his parents and himself is that he waited he waited until rebecca had a child he didn't try and like force it like how sarah and abraham yeah. did yeah yeah so i thought that was interesting right and it's cool because this is something i forgot to mention in the last episode you know when jesus christ he or throughout the bible you know they said i'm the god of abram isaac and jacob mm-hmm. you know like each one of these men had their profound statement of faith you yeah. know, Abram here, and I guess you can say this is Isaac's, mm-hmm. you know? That's kind of cool. For real, because I feel like Isaac, okay, at least in what we're studying right now, mm-hmm. was very obedient. Mm-hmm. He seemed like it. Yeah, and the, the, he waited for his wife to come. He was with his wife. He loved his wife. And then he waited and prayed for his child with his wife. And so... I think that's cool yeah. to note right. <laughs> that that's his shining moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I lightly want to talk about um, the children that she's pregnant with. Mm-hmm. We can allude yeah, to no, I the next too. episodes. <laughs> but um, so what did you want to say about it? Well, I just like the fact that when she asked God, she was like, well, what is this about? Why are they, why are they from like mm-hmm. moving so much? And he was like, Basically saying the older will serve the younger. Mm-hmm. 
right? And even in that statement, I would say this is very much talking about the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? Because the younger will be greater than the older, mm-hmm. right? Or the the last will be greater than the first, mm-hmm. right? And again, like we just talked about, who are the mothers? The mm-hmm. mothers are the ones who raise up uh, the kids, mm-hmm. right? And in this sense, I'm going to place for this moment, mm-hmm. I'm going to place Rachel almost as a... Uh, We'll say the law oh, or the nation. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah, Sorry. Rebecca, not Rachel. I'm going to place Rebecca as almost the law or the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. And then obviously younger being Jesus, mm-hmm. the Messiah. And then the older being, you can say, the traditions. Mm-hmm. Right? And they, in a sense, again, the laws of Moses, mm-hmm. they gave birth to the nation. Yeah. Right? The nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. But the older, the older ones, the ones who were supposed to know what to do, mm-hmm. they would be the ones who would serve the last one. Yeah. Right. So I at least want to point out to that there. Mm-hmm. Again, this is very much what did happen and who, how we believe as Christians. Mm-hmm. This is very much what happened. All these traditions, they all serve the one who came last. Mm-hmm. And the one who came last being the greatest, the least being the greatest, mm-hmm. being Jesus Christ. Yeah. And again, is that true? Is this a valid statement to say? Mm-hmm. And this is what Jesus Christ said, number one. Mm-hmm. All the scripture testifies of me. Yeah. And again, he said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill them. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, we also see this when Jesus Christ talks about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, who do you think the Sabbath was made for? Mm-hmm. Was the Sabbath made for man or made for God? Mm-hmm. All right. So very much understanding that the Sabbath uh, that Jesus Christ does not serve the Sabbath, mm-hmm. but the Sabbath instead serves him. Yeah. So I think it's really cool to even see here and looking at that and kind of zoomed out type of way. Yeah. It allows us to have at least respect for who Rebecca is. Mm-hmm. Right. In that moment, she is the one who, again, raised it and we'll read into it. She mm-hmm. has this whole plot to get you yeah. know <laughs> Jacob to get what he needs to get. Mm-hmm. And this is very much... Very much like the the motherly aspect of who she is, mm-hmm. and yeah, again, I would just say it. It, it kind of the way I said after reading it, it made me have more respect for her and, and be like, you know what, this lady is actually kind of cool, and mm-hmm. she's actually like an important part to the lives of Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. But in between, who it is with Isaac and Rebecca, mm-hmm. I think it's really important too, because once again, this is the bride. Yeah. And it very much speaks about our role mm-hmm. in the in the body of Christ. Yeah. We're not just called to, you know, I don't know, get married, live a happy life in a sense. Mm-hmm. We're called to uh raise the next generations of our of our people. Yeah. To respect and know who God is. Mm-hmm. So kinda rambling on there. No, no, I liked it. It was cool. All right. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, no, I think I said it all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay, cool. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet, Rebecca. Right. <laughs> okay, so we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we want to hear from you guys. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can go ahead and leave a review in the review section. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment in the comment section. And we hope to see you next week. Cool. Cool.